My name is Haley Kim, and I'm the creator and host of Iconic Businesses of Dallas. Join me as I interview successful businessmen and women around DFW to hear their stories about how they got to where they are today. Get inspired and leave with great takeaways from their experiences that you can apply to your own daily life. So I would say find a lender that you trust, build a relationship with them, and communicate. I can't Mm -hmm. say that enough. Um, Communicate. The more the buyer communicates with their lender, the more their lender can help them get into the best financial situation to prepare them for a home. Are you in the market to buy a home? It can be overwhelming and intimidating in this crazy market, but having a solid lender is the key. My first question to any home buyer is, have you gotten with a lender yet? Well, I got to sit with Michelle Gaslani of Highlands Mortgage this week to discuss all things related to the financial side of home buying. So if you're looking to buy a home, this is an episode you definitely want to tune into. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Iconic Businesses of Dallas. Today, I have with me Michelle, who is a mortgage loan officer. Hello. Good morning. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming. I think this is going to be a really exciting episode because there's so many people out there in the race to buy their house. And I think the number one step, the most important step is speaking with a lender. Absolutely. (laughs) Definitely want to speak to a lender first before you even start looking. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into like, you know, what your role is. Sure. Yeah. So I went to school at UTA, kind of grew up in the Metroplex. Um, Before becoming a lender, I was actually a senior VP of a hospitality recruiting firm um, for 11 years and super rewarding job. I truly love helping people um, find their passion. But of course, over the pandemic, hotels and hospitality kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to one of my good friends who I met on the playground at my kids' elementary school, who is a lender. She said, Michelle, I think you'd be great at it. You love helping people. Um, You're great with finance. And so I started looking at the study materials to get my license. And I thought, hey, I could do this and I could really help people out so that they can get into their dream home. Um, So I took the test, got my license, um, screened several different companies before landing at Highlands. And I truly love Highlands because we're a local lender and we do the whole loan in-house. So it helps us not only close quickly, but I can truly walk the buyer through every step of the loan process and kind of educate them on what's going on with their home loan. Yeah. And we'll get into it during this conversation about how important using a local lender is. Because I mean, as a realtor too, I've seen it in my experience. And even with me, when we see like a big name bank on an offer, we're just like, ooh, you know, like if that's the only one, maybe we'll take it. But if it's multiple offers and both offers look the same or similar, we're most likely going to go with the local lender because bigger banks are closed on weekends and holidays and past five. And your lender could be in in, you know, the East coast where they're already closed by the time you need something and like emergencies always come up. So true. (laughs) Last minute before close. And you're like, you need to call your lender. Your lender needs to be on your speed dial. Absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, that's crazy that the story about how you got started because you just basically jumped right in and 
you're a pro at it already. Well, thank you. You You know, I've always had a passion for helping people. And I think that is what really opened my eyes to this field. Um, I've always been a math nerd and um, Ollie will tell you that my husband, (laughs) (laughs) but kind of marrying the the finance side and helping people um, just grew into this new passion of helping people purchase their home. Yeah. Well, and you're so calm and communicative and knowledgeable that it makes it so easy for, I think, a first-time home buyer to work with you. And same on the realtor side, like, that's like a dream for us. You know, it's hard to work with certain people. And so it makes my job a lot easier, too. Oh, well, thank you. You You make me blush. (laughs) Yeah, let's get into, like, for first-time home buyers, like, why is it so important to speak to a lender first? And let's get into all of that. First of all, I always tell people when they reach out to me, hey, Haley, I want to look for a new home. I say, have you spoken to a lender yet? That is my number one question. And the reason is you need to pre-qualify. We need to know how much the bank is going to lend you. And I'll kind of let you explain that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really important for a buyer to speak to a lender first because each individual has their own set of circumstances. They may have great credit, which really helps with um, pre-qualifying someone, but we also look at their job. How stable is their job? You know, are they self-employed or are they a W-2 employee? How long have they been at that job? What is their debt-to-income ratio? You know, that's great if they have a strong income, but we also need to make sure, you know, not over half of that income is going out to pay bills every month. Um, So there's just a lot of factors that go into um, getting pre-qualified. Um, So we want to talk to the buyers and make sure that they understand what they can afford Mm -hmm. before then going out with their realtor and looking at homes. Yeah, because the last thing you want to do is go see a house, love it, and then find out you can't afford it, you know? Exactly. And, you know, another great thing is when we do look at the pre-qualification, I would say nine times out of 10, there are things that the buyer can do to get into a better situation so that they can buy that home that they fell in love with, that they may not have been qualified for initially, but then they work with their lender, pay off some debt, Mm -hmm. get their credit score up. And then within a month or so, they're ready to buy that home. Yeah. I always tell people like, before you even think you're ready to buy a home, go speak to a lender because they're going to find things that you may not be aware of that need to be corrected and it can make your score jump so much higher than it is. And you don't know until you speak to someone, you're not legally, you're not bound to use that person. You don't have to buy a house right away. I mean, it's always good to just have that information under your belt. That way, when you're ready, you can just start, you know? Absolutely. And we have a really great tool that's free to the buyer um, called a credit simulator. And basically it's a report um, that we run on the with the three credit bureaus, and it shows the buyer what uh, lines of credit they need to pay off mm. and what their score will jump to. Oh, so wow. it gives them goals um, to kind of cross off before they jump into a mortgage. Uh, and it's really helpful. That's good to know because, yeah, that's what everybody always wants to know is like, what do I need to do to get my score higher? You know, and there's no way for like a normal person like me, I wouldn't know where to start. You don't know which card you need to pay off to get the most, you know, Absolutely. And sometimes, yeah, it's not even, you have to pay the whole thing off. It's just paying it down to under, you know, 30% of your credit mm-hmm. limit. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of times buyers are pleasantly surprised that, Hey, you know, I just have to pay, yeah. you know, a hundred bucks off on this one or $2,000 off on this one. So it's in the grand scheme of things, not that much. Yeah. And then they can get into a mortgage. 
The biggest question I always get with that too is、um, a lot of people are concerned that their credit is going to get like a ding. You know how when you pull credit?、Mm-hmm. Can you kind of explain that to us? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I always tell buyers if you have great credit, after a credit pull, you're still going to have great credit. If you、That's、have bad、great. credit, it doesn't matter how many times it's pulled, it's still going to be not so great credit.、Um, always want to get your credit pulled, see what comes up. Talk to your lender about what items、um, need to be paid off and get your credit score up as high as it will go. So, yeah, I, I always tell buyers never to worry about having their credit pulled. It's really an essential part of the process and it doesn't really affect their credit that much. Right. And I always tell people because, you know, you should always talk to more than one lender, you know, because you don't know what rates you're going to get, what special incentives other, you know, certain companies have. And so, People are so scared. Oh, are they going to pull my credit twice or three times? Or, you know, because it's a different company. And I guess the credit companies, they see that you're doing it because you're trying to buy a house.、Yes. It's not like anything else. So, I mean, it's okay to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, the credit bureaus see that you're shopping lenders, is, is what the, the term is. And it's considered one pull、right. when you have it pulled a few times within a certain time span. And that's usually in a two or three week time span. Yeah, so that's good to know. So, if you're out there worried about talking to more than one lender, just do it all in a couple weeks and you'll be fine. Exactly. And then, once you get that pre qual letter, how long is it good for? Well, I typically say four months just because after four months, we have to re pull credit, right?、Mm-hmm. Circumstances change, your finances change, and that's kind of the, the mark、um, where we have to re pull credit. Okay. And then, and what does the pre qual letter tell you? Basically, it tells you how much you qualify for, at、yes. what rate. Exactly. Yeah. So the maximum, we try to put the maximum amount the buyers、uh, pre qualify for, unless, of course, the agent is making an offer after they're pre qualified. And then we'll write it specific to that offer.、Um, how much they're putting down? Is it a conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, the type of loan?、Mm-hmm. And then it just go, kind of goes through, you know, we've checked in writing their credit, their assets.、Um, is the offer contingent? We write if they. Um, own a home or not, and、um, that they have in fact sent us proof of financials. And so, when someone's applying to pre qualify, what are the items that you'd need? So, of course, there's an application with just their basic information,、um, a credit pool, and then we need the latest、uh, W 2 form and then 30 days of pay stubs. Oh, I was going to say, what are the do's and don'ts when you're finally in contract? Good question.、Um, So, do keep an eye on your credit score. I always tell folks to、um, creditreport.com or Credit Karma, they'll send you emails if you sign up for it just on kind of where your score is at. You just want to make sure there's no big jumps, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, do not open any new lines of credit. We want to make sure that your credit stays the same during your contract period before you close. And then, of course, don't charge anything. Yeah. <laughs> Because don't buy a car.、Um, Yeah, no, no big credit shifts. And then, of course, don't shift money around from account to account.、Oh. We want to keep your accounts basically the same. And it's okay if、um, the buyer wants to put down money from several different accounts. We would actually prefer that than them moving a big sum of money to one account. Okay. Just because we have to then come up with a paper trail of where the money came from. And it's、oh, just、I、more、see. paperwork for the buyer. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, so many people get excited and they'll be like, oh, let's open a. Home goods credit card, or、oh. like because they're buying a new house, and you're like, wait, just wait till you close, and、yes. then you can do whatever you want. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's funny. 
So tell us a little bit more about like um, your experience with Highlands Mortgage. You said it's a local lender and they have in-house underwriting and all that. So like, what are the benefits of that? Oh, okay. I love Highlands. And here's why. We um, have personal relationships with our setup team, our processing team, our underwriters, and we have a closer who is phenomenal. He actually funds loans within the hour uh, when we have a closing. So yeah, if, if there's a file that maybe is a little bit tricky, I can go to the underwriter and say, hey, you know, is there a way around it? Let's get creative with how to come up with a solution for this file. And it's the only company, honestly, that I vetted in looking for a company that did that, that w- where we had access to the underwriters. Right. So it's just, it's a great company. We can close in as little as 10 days. And I actually did one a couple of weeks ago and we competed with a cash offer. We were a little bit above. She had financing and we, we won because we closed so quickly. Um, so that's another reason, you know, it's, it's great um, for the buyer. It really gives them the advantage. Yeah, I think like in a competitive market, yeah, it's a little, it's cooling down a little bit now, but it's still pretty competitive. Um, it's so important to have a good lender. Like you said, you can close quicker. That's like having a cash offer, you know, what sets you apart. You know, if you're qualified and you have all your paperwork done in time, you get everything to your lender in time, then you don't have a financing contingency. Right. And you can close in 10 days. Well, that's just as good as cash. You're basically saying, you know. I'm good for it. And I'm ready to close in 10 days, which is what a cash offer is usually, you know? Right. Absolutely. And like you said, with the in-home, in-house underwriting, usually if you have a question, what is it? Like in a different mortgage company, you'd have to like put in paperwork or, you know what I mean? There's like a process and chain of command that you need to go through to get even an answer. And you don't directly talk to the underwriter. Exactly. Kind of getting in line behind. Yeah you know, whoever else is in front of you. And um, at Highlands, um, a loan officer is paired with an underwriter with each file. Oh, wow. So you know who your underwriter is going to be. You start communicating right away, letting them know what's going on with the file. And so they're prepared when they get that file. Oh, that's really nice. It's been, it's a game changer, honestly. Another big thing I think is like, once you are in contract, I know a lot of times, a lot of lenders will call me in frustration and say, Hey, your client's not getting their stuff to me quick enough. So you can only meet that date, that closed date, if you, as a buyer, are working really to get everything that the lender asks for in time. Because I know, you know, on the buyer side, they get frustrated sometimes when, oh, my lender's asking me for the same thing that I already turned in like four weeks ago. Well, when the underwriter is asking for it. You just need to get it to them. There's so many different stages in the loan, I guess. I guess you can explain it a little bit better. It's like, you know, when you get to a certain point and then it's like, oh, wait, I need more paperwork or I need this again. And, you know. Absolutely. So when we get down to the week of closing, um, yes, there are documents that we will ask for again, whether it's, you know, a verification of employment. We do that again. Because you need it closer to close, right? Exactly. There's always a reason for all of it. Yes. We have to kind of just double check that everything has stayed the same. (laughs) Yes. Right before closing. And it is something as a lender that I will prepare the buyer for upfront and say, hey, we may request, you know, these items twice. And it's simply because it's part of the process. And then they're a little more equipped to understand it when we do ask for it. Yeah. I think because you remain in contact and you're so communicative, it's like um, the client's not going to be upset as much. You know what I mean? As long as I'm informed, then I know what to expect and I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah, that's the goal. Absolutely. I mean, I always tell um, buyers up front, 
We're going to be talking a lot during this process. We're going to become very close. <laughs> it's kind of sad <laughs> after the deal's over. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh, I you're, feel you this... become friends with somebody and yes. then you're done. Absolutely. I know. I always feel like, okay, let's schedule a lunch after you close. Let's go celebrate. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you go through a, a major life event and, uh-huh. and you want to celebrate that with the buyer. Yeah. it's. I feel the same way when I have like closings. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're so close. And now I'm not going to really see you again. I know. know. It's a little sad, but you're also happy that, you know, they got their house and, you know, they accomplished their goal. Yeah. And that's how I feel like even working with you, it's like always, sure enough, it's always going to be like a weekend or like after five, it's like 7 PM. I'm like, Hey, I got to text Michelle. No, it's totally (laughs) fine. I actually, I knew that when I signed up for this. Right? Right. And so, you know, I, I get my things done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, knowing that I'm going to be on calls on the weekend and, you know, helping out agents with their offers and writing prequal letters. And no, that's, yeah. I enjoy it. You know, it, it's yeah. part of the journey and part of the process. Yeah. I was going to say, to be fair, you'd get days off during the week. Yes. Basically like Mondays, I don't really do a lot of showings or anything like that once in a while, but I mean, most yeah, homes typically. don't pop up, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, and lots of (laughs) evenings. I was on a call last night with um, a buyer who's closing on Thursday, and he doesn't get off work until um, nine o'clock. So, oh, wow. We were going over his CD last night, and and again, that's just part of it. And I find that when we're talking in the evenings, you know, the buyer is very thankful. And so it's an easy conversation. Yeah. And no distractions, you know, like kids or work or, you know what I mean? It's yes. just, you can focus. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I actually don't mind it at all. Okay. So it seems like you just love your job so much and it makes me so happy to see that. And so you would definitely, I'm sure, recommend going for it for people that want to be a lender, like to go. Absolutely. It, right? You know, I feel like my training was really thorough, which I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Laura Stuckey. She, (laughs) my longtime friend and mentor, um, she really made sure I understood the why behind Mm -hmm. why we do all these things up front for buyers. Um, So yeah, I I do recommend it for those who, you know, truly understand um, the numbers behind home buying. And also you have to have a heart to help people. Agreed. and understand that everyone has a different financial situation and, you know, doing a mortgage for someone is really about creating a strategy that makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the important thing um, to understand in being a lender. And it's great that you have a mentor that's so close because that's how I am too, I guess with, you know, Matt, shout out to Matt Scobie, the yeah. best real uh, broker ever. <laughs> but, um, you know, if somebody asks me a question, I'm not going to be like, oh, let me half-ass answer that. And I may be wrong. I may be right. No, mm-hmm. I'll just tell them, hey, I'm not sure, but let me find out for you. And then I'll ask my mentor. Yes. So then I, you know, it's professional. You're giving someone the right answer. And it's like so important to have something like that. A lot of jobs, you don't get that, you know? That's so true. Yes. And I feel like, you know, everyone needs a mentor mm-hmm. to, to become their best and to really reach their full potential. Yeah. So if, if someone's listening out here and they want to be a lender, what's like their first step? What, is, what should they do? Start studying what it takes. I did the Champions uh, Lending Program. and They're a great school. It's a great school. I learned so much. Um, I recommend 
taking the class once. And then I think I did the review class twice just to really understand the basics Mm -hmm. and then find a mentor, someone you can ask questions to someone who's patient, Mm -hmm. um, someone who has a passion for lending um, because, you know, that's when you're going to see if this is truly a fit. Have you been in a situation yet where you were like, you felt like super defeated or? Oh goodness. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like this isn't for me. Well, I mean, we all have difficult clients, right? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. Um, and a lot of times, you know, if I can't provide a solution that I think is appropriate and I'm competing with another lender, absolutely. I have to tell people, yes, you need to go with the other lender. They're offering something that I can't offer, like a builder lender. A lot of times Mm -hmm. they'll offer incentives that, you know, I just can't match and that's okay, but I'm still willing to look at the documents that they were sent by the other lender and reassure them that, yes, this looks good. I don't see any extra fees. And a lot of times, like recently it's resulted in them referring business back to me, even though I couldn't help them. They have in turn referred business to me, knowing that I just have their best interest at heart. It's truly not about a paycheck. It's about making sure that their biggest investment of their life is right for them. And that you're on, I think people can sense that you're genuine and honest. And and I, I try to do that in my job too, you know, because in real estate, there's so many realtors and a lot of people, they just want the paycheck. And of course I want a paycheck, but that's not the number one driver for me. You that's know? not like, your why. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, lie to someone and say, oh, that's a great idea to go with this house just because I want to get paid. You know, like I, I see it as like every house I buy, would I live here? Could I live here? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what you do. You know, if this were my situation, would I be comfortable with this? And, you know, and so that's why I think you are able to guide people. People trust you. Yeah. You know? Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any, if you had to give like first time home buyers, like one big piece of advice or anything, what would you tell them? About like the lending side. Yeah. So I would say find a lender that you trust, build a relationship with them and communicate. I can't (laughs) say that enough. Um, Communicate. The more the buyer communicates with their lender, the more their lender can help them get into the best financial situation to prepare them for a home. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm like lenders, like they're eventually going to find out about everything. It's true. (laughs) So don't hide it because I literally had a client... um, she was ready to close like literally one week before close. And they're like, wait, you're still married. Oh my goodness. And she was like, Oh, I thought I separated, but I'm not sure if I filed the paperwork or not. I'm like, how are you not sure if you're not sure who's sure. So then the lender eventually found that, you know, cause that's their job. That's what they do. They find out everything about you. Right. So we had to terminate and they lost oh. earnest money. And so oh, it was goodness. devastating for them, but I mean, just be upfront. So like, if your best friend's your lender and you don't want to tell them like about your finances or something, then find a different lender that you can trust to. Because I mean, you really have to divulge a lot of information to them. Yes. So. And as lenders, <laughs> <laughs> I can understand how a buyer may feel a little self-conscious about divulging all of their financial yeah. information, but it's something we deal with every day. There's no judgment. Yeah. It's, we just look at it as, okay, how can I take this information and put it in the best loan scenario for this person. Yeah. Um, so it's really nothing to be self-conscious <laughs> about. It's just another day in the office for us yeah. and trying to do the best job uh, for each of our clients. Yeah. It reminds me of like my nursing because I do nursing. Well, I do aesthetic nursing now once a week, but like people get so embarrassed when they're doing like, let's say they're coming in for like laser hair or something like that. And they're so embarrassed. And I'm like, 
I've seen it all. all right. I've been a nurse for a very long time. It's, I promise. And so I understand like being self-conscious about, you know, finances almost more than your body. I would think, you know, right. like, I know it's almost like kind very of intimate. Yes, it is. But no, like when you do it every day, you don't even think twice. Yeah, exactly. It's normal. We've seen it all basically. Yeah. But all right. And I love to ask every guest, like, what do you think is the most iconic business in Dallas? That's a great question. So <laughs> since I'm the type of person that loves helping people and I love seeing businesses do the same thing. Um, I really love well-grounded coffee. It's over by the Arboretum. They actually hire women who have just come out of prison, help them get back on their feet, give them a job, help them uh, get housing. Just an excellent coffee shop. They also have um, some of the local bakeries items in there. I think Layla's they sell Layla's quiches. They have the um, best quiche. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I love a French quiche. So yeah, well ground and excellent coffee too. Yeah. So, and yeah. I love how quirky it is. You go in and everyone gets like a different, if you're drinking coffee there, you get like a different mug. A different it's not mug, like yes. a little matching. It's just cute. It is. Yes. And I meet friends up there too. And we'll rent out. There's a little office space in the back that you can rent out. Oh, and I didn't know that. Sometimes I'll work with a girlfriend and we'll both like get our stuff done and yeah, it's a great, it's a great space. That's a good idea to yeah. go there and work and you're like doing a good deed, you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. I learned so much from you and I've been wanting you to be on the show for a long time because I feel like lending can be so complicated and I know it scares a lot of buyers off. So oh, I'm happy to be here and yeah, just happy to hopefully um, make people feel more at ease about, about lending. It's really it's really um, not as scary as it seems. Yeah. And if someone wants to reach out to you, give me your info. I'm obviously going to post it um, when this goes live, but just like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so email is mgeslani at highlandsmortgage.com. And then, of course, my direct line is 817-368-3089. Um, call or text. And yeah, happy to, to help out. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Michelle. Thanks, Haley. It was great being here. If you'd like to set up a call with Michelle, email her at mgeslani at highlandsmortgage.com or give her a call or text at 817-368-3089. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked today's episode, follow me on Instagram at Iconic Business Podcast and subscribe to Iconic Businesses of Dallas on your favorite podcast player. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest, email me at podcast at iconicres.com. This episode was recorded in Dallas, Texas and edited by Sean Chapman.